0: Good morning, Tucson, Minneapolis, and other beautiful cities all around the world. My name is La Vielva, and I'm an extreme extrovert. All right, so this next um, series I'm going to start is going to start at series um, eight. We're all the way at eight. You know what's so funny is I started this as a hobby because I was so bored during the pandemic. And now who would have known that it would have gone this far? Oh, my God. Um that I had have already made it to this many seasons um but anyway, so the this season eight is gonna be all about peeling the onion, all about peeling back the layers um and I wanna start the first episode kind of light um in regards to sobriety, I feel like um I ran into kind of a realization that. Well, let me clarify, a lot of people that have an addiction believe that, you know, there is an utopia at the end, or believe that someday you will become a normal person, quotation normal person, and free of this addiction. I'll, I'm going to tell you that's true and false. It really depends on the person. It's true, because some people have a, rush, a rough patch with addiction, um... I have someone that I know dearly that had a particular um, food item that they were addicted to. And when they were stressed, they would binge eat this item. Um, And what's so interesting about this is they can periodically eat this item, but because of their mental well-being and because of their state, they reached out for this particular item for psychological de-stress and, um, you know, just kind of kind of a way to, um, move away from the pain or to distract from whatever feelings that they were feeling. And in the last, um, podcast, season seven, episode nine, I had written a poem, kind of a short story hashtag kind of thing, um, about peeling back the onion and peeling back the, uh, the onion layers or... Um, the layers in general that we build that kind of cover our feelings, cover our um, true emotions um, when it comes to trauma and um, going through hardships. And sometimes, you know, it's so common for us to be like, you know, I should be um, past this or I should be, um, this shouldn't be as significant for me. Or maybe this was so many years ago, it really doesn't matter right now. But If it does matter, psychologically, it's going to stick with you. And the layers tend to build and build and build until, for some of us, we reach out for substance or other things. Um, Even activities like sex, um, food items, um, stuff like that. People, love addiction. Um, So that's something I really have had to educate myself about recently because I never knew about love addiction. I thought that was a make-believe addiction. And when I started, you know, talking to people that have had this kind of um, thing affect their life so significantly, um, for me, I was like, wow, that truly is an addiction. Um, And I find that very, very fascinating. And so every day, I am learning more and more about new addictions, um, new habits that people have, and it's just, it's fascinating. I absolutely love talking to you guys and um, researching on my own leisure about um, the things that addicts go through, not only myself, but other people. And it's its fascinating. <laughs> anyway, I could talk about that all day. But um, going back to peeling back the layers. Sometimes when people... Um, Get rid of a substance in their life. I try to like the easiest way to comprehend this dynamic is getting rid of a toxic person, because everyone can comprehend getting rid of a toxic boyfriend or a girlfriend or a parent or you know a sibling or a family mari- a family person in their dynamic. And when I say get rid of, I'm not saying like you know, I'm saying like. <laughs> when you like move on from you know acknowledging that you need to be around them and you move on from you know really putting them in your life you let them be and you move on and when people do that you know there's always a good elements to people there's always the happy moments and that's what's so appealing about a substance or a person or an activity that can potentially be addicting is that it soothes your soul it soothes it soothes your mentality it makes you feel at peace for the moment it distracts from what is actually going on and I truly believe that in regards to curing addiction we really have to set apart the feelings in themselves and the action because a lot of people will say okay I I'm an addict because I just have been using for 13 years. Okay, but what is the true meaning of that action? Do you do it when you're feeling sad? Do you do it when you're feeling lonely? Do you feel it? do it just to fill time? And me, in my life, I realized that I used it to fill in the discomforts that I feel with my emotional regulation. I have very little em- emotional regulation due to... Um, not really acknowledging my my feelings in the past and for doing that something will happen in my life very minuscule like say i'll maybe wanted to go to this restaurant and they were all booked and now they're like okay sorry everyone's gotta go home and i go home like this seems very minuscule but for some people that haven't resolved a lot of emotional um feeling and a lot of emotional trauma this is immense you're like, oh my god, this is now another tip of the iceberg, another thing that goes wrong, and I can't show to anyone how I truly feel, how I feel upset, because it's such a tiny little minuscule event, that even if I feel disappointed, um, feeling disappointed is shameful, you know, I, I should be able to just walk a- away from it, and be like, it's okay, you know, like, I really wanted to try this restaurant, but instead, we're gonna do something else, or we're gonna just go back home and that's how I understand the dynamic of peeling back the onion when you're not resolving a lot of emotional feeling or a lot of emotional trauma these little minuscule things will add up to you and one thing leads to the next where you hide away those feelings and then eventually like for myself I find myself at the bar because I'm like hey you know what I, I need a place for these feelings to go is in my life do i believe that alcohol in itself is an addiction for me I don't feel like I am physically dependent on it but I do feel that I have used it for an emotional crutch for a lot of my life a lot of discomfort a lot of like feeling out of sorts and in regards to sobriety sometimes you really have to acknowledge that sometimes in life we feel really uncomfortable we feel really Um, dysregulated, um, stimulated and to kind of feel those emotions accept them and move on from them some things will never um, get past but the thing is feeling those emotions and being attuned and being normal with those emotions because that's what happens and that's how addiction formulates is that we don't want to feel those emotions we don't want them to be normal we avoid them but the thing is, emotions are normal. Emotions are supposed to be part of the human experience. If we embrace them, it really truly tells us about what is going on with ourselves and others. And it's just so fascinating to why, as some of some human beings, we feel so much shame in feeling emotion. Um, whether it be like in the past, you, extremed, uh, you experienced extreme abuse, or you experienced a tragedy, or you experienced something where someone took advantage of you, and maybe you feel that is important to have a particular level of ego. Say you're a man, and someone had done harm to you in a sexual manner. For you, that might challenge your masculinity. So you Put aside those feelings, put aside the event, and you block it away in the closet. That's psychologically damaging. You have to cope through it. If you don't, your body will find a way to cope through it that is not natural. You know what I mean? It's supposed to come out in emotion. And that's what I have truly been discovering about the human experience since moving to Tucson from Minneapolis I have an atmosphere where I'm surrounded by desert, I'm surrounded by nature, I'm surrounded by mountains. And sometimes it's so nice where I can like sit back and just let my emotions be. And no one ever really is there to criticize or judge me. I let my tears fall in the sand. And it's wonderful. Because that's how my human spirit experience is supposed to be. That's how my being feels. And it's so, it's so interesting. It's such an interesting dynamic being sober. Because it's been such a long time. And it's so interesting to feel certain emotions that perhaps I had forgotten that life is... That's how life feels like. Because... You know, some of us have, you know, mental um, disabilities or, like, diagnoses. And for me, I have depression. I'm not saying this to, like, see- seek uh, sympathy or anything. I have a phenomenal life. But I do have to keep note that sometimes my brain just tells me things that are not true. Because I'm depressed, you know, I have a phenomenal life. and But yet my emotions try to tell me that I'm sad for some reason. And that is my human experience. That is my being going through whatever journey I have to go through. Maybe I have to experience this for some reason. It's a a very personal experience. And I think that people like myself that have a deep level of depression, we often see the visual beauty of things. I often find happiness in seeing the beauty of the mountain, seeing the beauty of landscapes, um, seeing the beauty of my friends being around. Um, It's not always a curse. (laughs) It's not all bad. You know, having an experience with an addictive substance for my own being, it has taught me to be more patient with others and to be more understanding of others the experience is not all bad and it also has forced me to be very patient with myself and for me in my personal journey that is how my human experience is currently I'm trying to find a balance between well-being and life and my journey is to find happiness and happiness meaning peace um happiness meaning accepting yourself happiness meaning you look in the mirror and you know you might not be perfect but this is your body and this is your experience and this is what you're going through so i'm so excited to introduce um peeling back the onion in season eight um thank you for listening to my long rant (laughs) i really greatly appreciate y'all and Safest, 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 safest. Oh, but before I say that, do something nice for yourself, remember? Go eat breakfast. Drink lots of water. Go for a run if you need to. If you're at work, take three minutes to breathe. Go to the bathroom. Clear your mind. Just accept that, you know what, you're doing okay. Even if it's not okay, you're doing great. Because we're alive. We have this chance And as long as you're breathing, you have the absolute right as a human being to happiness and to well-being and for care and for understanding and safest, safest, safest of travels.